Hey guys, quick question. Have you ever experienced sleep paralysis, difficulty reading and retaining the word of God, dominating thoughts, pain with no explainable source? What about anxiety, panic attacks, feelings that you're being watched, or just some mere eerie evil presence near? You may be experiencing demonic attacks and when in doubt, cast them out. Flawed and Free offers free one-to-one deliverance via virtual, in-person, and group altar call deliverance. Contact us at info at flawedandfree.com. Send your request for an oppression healing intake form, or you can go to the episode description of this show and go to theflawedandfree.com and we will send you an intake form. Get free with Flawed and Free today. Good evening. Hello, everyone. I hope you are ready for midnight prayer tonight. Day one is coming to a close and we are preparing to enter into day two as we are crossing over from the first day of our fast into the second day of our fast. And so I pray that you guys take this midnight prayer with as much urgency and with as much expectancy as we have the remaining times of prayer. So just so you're aware that midnight prayer is one of the most important times of the day to pray, especially when you are praying breakthrough and you are seeking and desiring God to see you through a place in your life. And so there's time to war, there's time to sit, there's time to soak. But the midnight hour is a very special hour for angelic demonic realms to come together as they're always fighting and contending for your life and against and for your life. And so in this time is what a lot of the world might call demon time. Um, and they say demon time about things that are evil. And so there is a great uprise. There is a, there is a lot of activity that happens within the midnight hour while the saints are asleep. And so if you are seeking God for breakthrough, if you are desiring for God to see you through and to break up the ground, to carry out and to be successful in spiritual warfare, you must learn how to discipline yourself in the midnight hour, not just in this fast, but as the Holy Spirit leads you in subsequent times and dates and fasting and prayer, because there are certain angels and angelic 
hosts that are only available in the midnight hour. And so a lot of us are seeing warfare, especially in the time of fasting, because the sensitivity in the realm of the spirit is heightened because you are experiencing breakthrough and or you are praying and doing fasting. All these sort of things is keeping you in a, in a place in the spirit. And so in the spirit is also God and the angelic host and all of the angelic assistants that we have. And then we also have the kingdom of darkness, the demonic realm. And so there is a war in the second heaven. And this is happening. Whether you believe it, whether you know it, whether you receive it, whether you um, um, are well-versed in spiritual warfare, whether you're just learning, whether you're new or novice, it does not matter what your level of information, education, and knowledge is of the spirit realm. It is happening regardless. And so it is up to you to decide, to choose, to commit to the, to the call, not just on your life, but what it takes for you to press in to see your breakthrough. And so what the enemy will try to do is while we slumber, while we're not as, as, as vigilant, while we're not in a place to see and to fight back, then he will try to get us in our most vulnerable times and our most vulnerable states. And so this is a very active period between midnight and 6 a.m. And so there's a couple of watches in this time. This third watch is beginning here tonight at midnight. And so as you are proceeding in your life, whether you're fasting or whether you're not fasting, but more specifically to the time of fasting, it is it should not be an option now. The Lord will not force it. I cannot force it. But I highly, 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 highly encourage. I 10 out of 10 recommend that you learn how to discipline yourself at this time and this hour to place the things that you are seeking God for, to see your breakthrough in the earth, that you are being vigilant. You are being committed and disciplined to this time of warfare. And so there are certain angels that only only work at this time that only works. So you could be praying in, in the afternoon, you could be praying in the morning, but there are certain things that happen that occur over this time between the midnight rant time and the 6 a.m. time that can only be broken through, that can only be dispatched and loose within these times. Okay, so we talked about times and seasons earlier. And so the same is so even in the realm of the spirit. And so as we know, because this is a time that we know witches and witch covens, witchcrafts, um, I'm sorry, wizards and warlocks and all of them, they come together, they stay awake, okay? So whether you sleep in slumber or not, whether you partner with the Holy Spirit or not, they know the significance of this time. They know the significance of it. And so they are on their post. Are you on yours? And so I would encourage you to ask for the help of the Holy Spirit, not just over the next three days and making this a priority and committing your time and aligning yourself with this midnight prayer and petitioning God at this time, but to also develop a prayer strategy for the future for as the Lord wants to meet you in this midnight hour, if this is something that he's going to do in a certain season for certain times or just as he leads, however he decides, however you decide with him. Please, please, please. I highly suggest that you go to the Holy Spirit with what this plan is and understand how important 
this time is right now. So while you're sleeping night between midnight and 6 a.m., there are things happening in the spirit that will already be released by 6 a.m. By the time you get up at 5 and 5.30 and get on those, those prayer calls, those Zoom calls, by the time you do that, the enemy has already devised a plan and launched his attack against you. It has already gone out. And so you must learn how to pray offensively, not just in fast, but even in your day-to-day -day lifestyle. You must learn how to not pray on the defense, but to pray offensively. And this is what you should learn in your time of fasting and prayer, which is how to offensively, offensively combat the plans and the contradictions, the counterproduction and the counterproductive things that the enemy will do as the Lord is and making and seeing and releasing blessings through the night as he is speaking to you and coming into your dream lives as you're experiencing angelic visitations. If you have not experienced these supernatural experiences, I pray that you will in time as you begin to grow and mature your relationship with Christ, that the Lord will visit you. I believe not a person has not had a dream or a vision of some sort. And so you have, whether you believe it or not, or know it or not, you have had some contact with the supernatural realm, with the spirit of the living God, whether it be in dreams or be in some visions, whether they're in awakened states, conscious, unconscious, semi-conscious, whatever it may be. When we talk about sleep, we talk about REM sleep and, and uh, uh, um, all of that. But in this time, this is a time of rest, but not only should it be a time of rest, you should strategically be asking the Lord for his plan. And when you are petitioning God, for breakthrough, for certain things, for certain times, for certain seasons in your life. So the midnight prayers are going to be imminent. They're going to be imperative. They are going to be very much um, a priority, something that you should place very high on the scale of priority and importance when you are seeking things from God, not only to receive, but to pour and to give back. So in this time between midnight and six, you must be on your post, okay? I don't know what your prayer watch times are or what that may be for you as an individual. Always, always, always follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. I know the Lord many times I've started midnight prayer and and or he's woken me up at 3 a.m. for prayer, which he meets me a lot. Um, at three, but I know that I'm not the only one. Three, 3 a.m. is the hour of visitation. And so I have seen the pattern for my own personal life. And I understand and know this in spiritual warfare. This is a time of the night at three or morning. Let me say morning because the morning has started. So it's not night anymore. It's actually good morning. <laughs> We've crossed over past midnight. And so the 3 a.m. hour, there's an ad there's a watch from 12 to 3. There's another one from 3 to 6. And it goes on and proceeds throughout the morning hours, through afternoon, all through the day, over a 24-hour time frame, time frame. For there's eight prayer watches. There are eight prayer watches. I do go into depth on prayer watches, how to pray through those watches, what those prayer watches mean, how to be effective in praying strategically in times of prayer so that you can understand and know what these prayer times and, and align this these times with the 
function and the need in accordance to God as being our resource, God being our source. And so as we go before the Father, there are certain times through the night, there are certain times through the day that we are able to petition and receive and partner with angels of blessings, like mercy angels, blessing angels, uh, warfare angels, a lot of the warfare angels, the warring angels, the ministering angels, they work in this time. They work very heavily in this time. And so if you're asleep, it's really very much of a challenge to partner with the spirit around the spirit of God for what the enemy is doing. Trust me, he does not want you to fast. He does not want you to complete your fast. He does not want you to go forth in the things of God. So the enemy will cause you and a spirit of slumber on you. He will cause you to fall asleep while you're praying. You can watch TikTok. You could be, you could watch, you could go and scroll through Instagram all night long for hours at a time. And when it comes times to pray, when it comes time to listen, to the word of God. It could be midday, afternoon, midnight, and the enemy will use slumbering spirits. He will also use um, other tactics against you to make you feel like you cannot endure and press into prayer. And so I unction, I actually call you to partner with him all the time so that you can bind these spirits that are trying to hinder your prayer life and are trying to keep you from receiving breakthrough. This is serious business. And the only ones that will see the will of God come forth for their lives are the ones that are committed, are the ones that say no matter what, they are desperate for their freedom, for their deliverance, for their liberty in Christ Jesus. And so it's going to require you to do something different. It's going to require you to not just turn your plate down, but to meditate, to read, to pray, and to ask the Holy Spirit and the fire of God to consume all spiritual entities, all demonic entities, and anything that attempts and make an attempt to keep you from entering into the blessings of God. So I wanted to kind of make note of that in this midnight hour as we are closing out day one, entering into day two, the manifestation of God's presence and his promise is true, is real, is alive, living, and well, no matter what time of the day you pray. But understand that when you are fasting and when you are pressing into major breakthrough, that this time is not an option, okay? It is not an option. So some of you might have wondered about waking up at 3 a.m., the Lord speaking, giving you instructions, directions, whether you're asleep or out of your sleep. But this is a time of visitation. This is a time. And so people have also spoke to, and we know this to be true, that most the heightened area, the heightened time of the night for either demonic visitation is around this time and for angelic visitation, for visitations from God around 3 a.m. That is the visitation hour. And so you want to prep and you want to be um, open to the right spirit, not the wrong spirit, but you want to set up and you want to, you want to, um, you want to empower yourself and, and you want to be able to use the weapons and the tools and the strategies that God has given you so that you can be successful, so that you can be victorious in your time of warfare. So it doesn't do you any good if it's if you're not um, planning, if you're not strategizing, if you're not disciplining and you're not partnering with the Holy Spirit. And so I advise people to take a 30 minute nap, 
set their time, set their clocks, set their watches, um, their personal watches for meeting God in this time, um, whether you're on a 3 a.m. watch or a 6 a.m. watch or a midnight watch. However, those midnight hours go from midnight to 6 a.m., um, it's very, very, very important that you are carrying out the strategic plan of God for your life and more specifically for your fast. So let's continue. Let's continue to press in and to push through corporately. As we come together over the next three days, you're not by yourself. We are here. I am here. I'm showing up. So show up, let us partner with you, let us pray with you, let us cover you, let us help you in your journey from moving from your now to your next. So I want to talk about declarations. There are times in prayer where as you enter into the presence of God, when you go from the outer courts to the inner courts and then through the gates of heaven. And so there is a process to getting there. And one of the main things is praise and thanksgiving. And so as you praise and you, and you give God thanks, and you allow yourself to open up, to pour out your place, a, a, a heart of forgiveness and repentance. These are the things that are required in order to bind the enemy because the enemy is going to try to make you sleepy, make you tired, distracted. You're in your phone. You're looking at bills. You're thinking about tomorrow, what you got to do. Distraction is a huge barrier to a lot of people receiving what God is saying to them. Tonight, we're going to, well, this morning, we're going to talk about hearing from God. We're going to talk about faith as today's um, um, today's topics are faith and favor. So our midday prayer was in. Um, we spoke to favor. We spoke to favor very heavily. So if you miss the midday, the noon prayer and the teaching from this afternoon, we went quite in depth on the favor of God in accordance to Queen Esther and not only for Queen Esther, but for one another, for ourselves, for the things that God is doing in our lives. And so the favor of God, we talk about some of the requirements for favor and how God releases his favor. And so I pray that that will help you. You will use that and put it in your arsenal of tools and weaponry that you will use in the days to come, even beyond this three-day Esther fast for understanding how God's favor works in our lives. So I am declaring tonight over myself and over you, as I continue to even, I'm, I'm speaking now, I heard it before I came out here, but we are, are petitioning and we are standing, we are, we are, we are praying into, we are walking into a place of greater. So not just 2023. I know there's a lot of words for the for the year, and there's a lot of things that God is saying to different places, cities, nations, regions, and He's even said to you, maybe individually. But the greater is what we are expecting from God tonight today in this fast and all throughout 2023. And so I know today's topic was faith and favor, but I still heard the Lord as I was proceeding and preparing my heart to hear God this evening. And he just kept saying greater, greater. And so if you agree with me tonight and you are agreeing and you're expecting God to move in the greater, the greater works, if you're expecting God to move in greater favor, if you're expecting God to move move in the miracle signs and wonders. I say, I declare, and I decree tonight, agree with me tonight in prayer and declare greater in your life. 
type into the chat greater if you agree that God is going to move in a mighty way for you if you declare over your own life that greater is your portion not just your portion but that you will move in, in greater you will walk in greater you will stand in greater you will pray greater everything that you put your hand to this season in 2023 will be in a place of greater it will be above and beyond all that it was initially and originally intended to do we ask for greater works greater measures of faith greater measures of favor greater measures of every area of our life so if you're seeking god for more wisdom this year if you are seeking god for 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 insight if you're seeking god for um, for financial breakthrough, whatever it is, we want to see God move in a greater way in our life. So I declare over your life and even in my own, as I agree with you tonight in prayer, that greater is our portion tonight, that greater is he, greater is he that is in Christ than he that is in the world. So glory be to God that we are in Christ and that apart from him, we have nothing, we can do nothing. And so we know that we cannot move in greater without him. So apart from him, we cannot do it. So I, I want to encourage you and I want you to declare this over your life. And as the Lord leads you in tonight and the days to come, even in your personal time of prayer, I want you to believe by faith that you have already received the greater that you have already received the greater in your life. So greater is your portion. Greater is my portion. I declare, I believe by faith that it is so. And so tonight we'll be talking and speaking more into faith. I will be um, praying tonight. Um, I'm going to start, probably go ahead and, and begin prayer now. Um, a bit making some declarations into the evening. And so one other thing I want to encourage you to be mindful of is when you're seeking God for, um, for his face and, and you're seeking God for his plan, when you're seeking God for the will of God and whatever capacity that you're looking to see God, you must have and be open to how God is going to move. So sometimes we're used to God moving in a particular way and we're used to um, not having to do much to receive from God, okay? Or maybe doing too much, right? When God is calling us to sit still and hear and soak in his presence, then you may be trying to toil and tarry and war, through a thing. And so discerning and discernment is going to be important for you to discern God's time and season in this fast and subsequent fast and throughout the rest of your life as you go before the Lord in prayer. When you're praying at night in the midnight prayer, these type of prayers are warfare prayers, okay? We take back violently that in which has been taken from us. So the mumble jumbo and all of that is not going to cut it, okay? Now, I know some of us may be introverts or maybe it's like, oh, well, that's not my style. Or, you know, uh, or, you know I, I do better praying this way. I do better. God does look at the heart. And so my prayer 
may not be the warfare prayer that you may enter into. It may look a little different. It may be similar in some ways. It may be different. But understand that the kingdom of darkness is not pity patting and, and patty caking with your life, okay? They are, the kingdom of darkness is destructive. The kingdom of darkness is out to kill you, period, okay? So you must take this serious. He is trying to, to, to kill you. He's trying to impart death in your life. He's trying to impart spiritual death in your life. He's trying to keep you hindered, stagnant, delayed, bound, oppressed, depressed, full of sickness and disease. And so you don't have time to be looking to the left and looking around and mumbling underneath your breath. You must decide that you're going to fight for your freedom. Okay. You're going to commit to these times of prayer. You're going to set up a prayer strategy for your life until you see what God says. And so you cannot rely on the atmosphere of another. You cannot rely on the anointing of another. You cannot rely on the consecration and the prayer of another. So it's always good to partner in prayer because there's power in coming together. There's power in, in coming in, in, in a corporate space where two or three are gathered in agreement. We know the Lord is there, but the Lord is always with you, whether you're in agreement or whether you're with others. But at the end of the day, you must be sick and tired of being sick and tired. You got to be sick and tired of dealing with, with sickness and disease. You have to be sick and tired of having the enemy drag you up and down these spiritual streets. You got to be sick and tired of being broke, busted, and disgusted. You got to be sick and tired of being anxious and overwhelmed and full of fear. You have to get sick and tired, and you have to decide that you are going to train and allow the Holy Spirit to train your fingers to fight and your hands to war. You have to decide that if nobody else shows up, if nobody else showed up on this live tonight, if nobody else shows up in my prayer closet, because ain't nobody in there with me, I'm always in there by myself. I am going to fight whether I'm there with a group of people, a bunch of people until God shows up, until the angel shows up and until the kingdom of darkness is completely overturned and overthrown. OK, if that takes days, if that takes weeks, if that takes months, if that takes years, there are things that I have been fighting. And still to this very moment, as I help others to pursue their breakthrough, as I help others to receive and to declare and to come into their into their financial freedoms and, and all of these things that I'm still waiting on. OK, so I am still waiting for my own breakthrough, even as I lead these prayers, even as I show up here online, even as I, I do the work of the Lord, but my work for the Lord is not contingent upon what he does for me. It is, it is never contingent upon who sows into me, who gives. And so even when we open up the door to give, when we open up the door for the spiritual sowing, as I sow into the supernatural, many of us get tight lipped. Many of us get tight with God. You have to decide how to invest in your future. You got to decide how to invest in what God is trying to help you through, to break you through. It could be a financial 
spiritual seed that God is using and waiting on your obedience to say, do you trust me? It is always a good indicator to know where your heart is with God, with what you do with your money. And so a lot of people will come and steal from God through the saints of God, through the people that pour into them. People will hold your phone all day, hold your phone all night and come and cry and fall out at the floor in front of you all day, every day and will not so an encouraging word will not so time will not so money or anything into those that are pouring out and helping you with the tools the strategies with the anointing and the consecration that they have gone through to help you to see your breakthrough and so I say it all the time I don't rely I don't come on here and do lives because I need a bill paid I don't show up and prophesy I don't prophesy I don't preach the word and share the the gospel because I am trying to buy me a house or I'm trying to pay my car note because at the end of the day, everything I need comes from God. Now, the difference between my resource, God is always my source. So he may use different individuals and different people to be the resource, but it's the blessing that comes to you for petitioning and partnering in prayer here in this ministry or anywhere else that God sends you, right? This isn't, I'm, I'm not going to be outside because I'm doing the will of the Lord. I'm being obedient to God. So I am not going to be hungry and homeless. I'm not going to be broke and looking around because, oh, I did this and 80 people showed up and nobody supported, liked, shared, sold. What am I going to do? No, God is my source. But it your breakthrough depends on you. Your commitment depends on you. Your consistency depends on you. So if you hear the Holy Spirit, spirit say to give, to sow, to give of your time, to, to go to Walmart and buy groceries for a family that's in need and take it to the house and you don't do it. You've just blocked your own blessing. Trust and believe that God will find someone else that will say yes. God will find someone else that will answer the call. And that is so for your life. So a lot of us want the hand of God, but we don't want the heart of God and we don't want to move in his will and sometimes his will is not what you want for yourself. Okay. He may ask you to sacrificially give or so he may ask you to stop doing something. He may ask you to go somewhere. You don't want to go, whatever it is, please. I urge you. I implore you to be obedient to the will of God. This is nothing. This has nothing to do with prospering this ministry. This is his. I only manage steward and govern it. That is it. I show up. I do what he tells me to do. I pray. I fast. I consecrate and I do and I follow his instructions and God provides for the Jehovah Jireh will provide for me. He will provide for you. And so don't worry about it, how God's going to replace what you're giving, what you're sowing of your time, of your gifts, of your resources. Don't worry about how God is going to replenish, but you must replenish the earth for whatever is poured out. Out to you. And this is a kingdom principle. And I cannot say this enough. A lot of you will go through these three days and won't even make an attempt to sow into someone will not even make an attempt to sow into the supernatural, into the spirit of God. This is a part of the process. You cannot come and receive to dine and dash and take and go and not replenish. It is spiritual theft and it is illegal. And so God 
God places apostles, prophets, teachers, and to, to replenish the earth, to pour into the earth. When he's giving a word and giving us things to declare over our over people's life to help, and he will give you one. So this isn't like you have to get it from here. Some of you have churches you belong to, even your own family, because your ministry is not just this ministry. Your ministry is your marriage. Your ministry is your business. Your ministry is the relationships you're in, friendships that you're in. So God may speak a word to you in this fast and he's looking for your obedience. He's looking to see if you trust him. You want to hear God, but there's only certain things sometimes we will incline our ears to hear from God. You want to hear God when he's talking about giving you a million dollars. You want to hear God when he's talking about giving you a mansion. You want to hear God when he's telling you to start the business, but don't nobody want to hear God when he's telling you to do something you don't want to do. And nobody wants to hear, oh, now you questioning if God told you to sow. Now you questioning if God told you to give. Now you questioning if God told you to go somewhere, right? Because you hear him any other time, you receive it any other time. But for some reason, I'm telling you, this is demonic. I'm telling you that the enemy uses this strategically to keep you from receiving your destiny and breakthrough. So people will say, I fasted and I prayed and I did this in my own work. And there's still a part of the process that needs to be completed. Discern in this season what God is saying to you. And so I said that. So as I'm, I, I don't, the Holy Spirit put that in me. I, I did not plan to even have this, that discussion right now, but that's the Holy Spirit speaking through me. But I will say that as we talk tonight, and I believe he's saying this because as I hear him now, there's some things I'm going to talk to you tonight about hearing from God about hearing because we're talking about faith and faith comes by hearing the word. And a lot of times we think that um, faith is just by, by hearing that physical word of God, the physical word, but the word, if it's from God is still the word. And so whatever word God has given you and your time with him is still the word. It's still the word of the Lord. And so God is speaking to you and he wants to speak to you. And so your faith will grow as your relationships grow. And the condition of your relationship with the Holy Spirit will determine your level of maturity and faith. And so a lot of us lack faith in a lot of areas of our life. We lack faith. We don't, we believe that God is God. We believe that he's the I am. We believe that he was born, that he, he died, he was born, he died, he was buried and resurrected and ascended. We believe it for salvation. We believe it for eternity. We believe it to escape hell. But when it comes to certain things, we begin to, to um, cherry pick what we believe. We begin to, our measure of faith begins to waver when it comes to certain things. And so the more you grow your relationship with God, this is a reciprocal thing. Okay. This is a reciprocal act. So as God speaks, you listen. As God speaks, you sit and listen. And so a lot of times we're so busy bombarding heaven with our commands and demands. And there is a time for that. As we'll get into prayer tonight and we will war in prayer tonight 
in this midnight hour. But there is also a time to listen and to hear God. Who, for example, wants a friend? For God is not only our father, but he's our friend. He's our brother. He's so many things. He has so many titles. But who wants to talk to a friend who does not, A, talk back, and who does not want to, who wants to talk to someone when all they do is talk? So when you go before God in prayer in these next three days and you're talking, 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 and you got your list, I want to be married. I want this. I want that. I need this. I need that. And you have not once asked God for his will for your life. You have not once petitioned God's plan. You have not once sat and listened. Today, most of my prayer was me listening. I didn't say a word. I sat for hours <laughs> just listening, not scrolling through my phone and praying, not looking around my room and praying, not watching the television or the television on low, not checking my email, literally sat in silence to just hear God, to just hear, to just hear complete silence complete silence. And so God will speak, but you must train and incline your ear to hear, to not only pray and pray warfare prayers and prayers of blessing and prayers of repentance, prayers of unforgiveness, prayer, 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 God, 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 God. There are prayers that will require you to soak to sit and to listen. Good evening, Dr. Anthony Wilson. Good to see you. Thank you for joining here tonight. I see some people here. Kiara Felton, I see you. Thank you for your guys' contribution to tonight's broadcast. We got a ways to go here as we're preparing to enter into warfare prayer and into the rest of tonight's teaching on faith. This afternoon, we spoke to favor God's favor, God's favor. I hope you guys enjoyed that teaching on favor. Um, it blessed me as the Holy Spirit gave it to me. So I hope and pray that it blesses you as well. Keep one another lifted. All of your sisters and brothers that are partnering in prayer over the next three days, those of us that are on, on absolute dry fast, no food, no water for the next three days, Lord, help us. Lord, keep us. Lord, cover us in the name of Jesus. And those that are breaking your fast at 6 p.m. and eating Daniel fast meals. Um, I want to see. Um, I want to. I don't know why I feel the Lord telling me to ask this question. Um, I want to see those who are going absolute on the fast these three days. Um, raise your hand or let me know if it is you. If it is you that is partnering with us and you're going completely dry, completely dry, no food, no water, no food, no water for the next three days. Well, we're down day one, actually day one. Um, has already passed. Okay. 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 Oh, okay. Okay. No food, no water for the next three days. I see the Lord, um, now asking um, me to put these names in my spirit to extend some grace. I don't know if there's someone or a couple of you, this is your first time going dry. 
Um, but the enemy is setting plans for you to break that. And your breakthrough is attached to your obedience. And so the Lord wants to release a greater measure of grace. I've been hearing it. I've been hearing it. Um, but I, I, I've done dry fast before. And I thought initially, even when he had me set up the declarations, um, the declarations over this fast, that was one of the main things that he spoke to me about was um, the declarations for grace to be successful and to carry out the next three days um, for those that are going absolute completely dry. And so I think the enemy had, this is why he's speaking now um, about grace. So I'll definitely, will be praying, we'll be praying tonight into grace. If you have not gotten, I said, wow, me, first time doing it. Okay, Aloyinka. Yes, 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 yes. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Um, but you must partner with the Holy Ghost. You must partner with him to complete it. Ooh, I feel it even stronger. The more I speak on it, I, I feel it even stronger from the Holy Ghost to pray grace over you guys, to pray grace. So I'm already um, placing your names um, in my spirit as we continue. And I'm, I'm hearing from God. Um, so, um, okay. Yes, ma'am. Brandy. Yes, ma'am. I, I, I see you. I see you. Please follow the leading of the Holy spirit in any fast, not just this one. Um, but if you have medical issues, problems, concerns, do, I, I do not recommend that you do not enter into any extended fast or any um, really restricted fast. Like these are, like this Esther fast can be, these absolute fasts. I do not recommend that first timers that um, have never fasted before um, that you go dry. So if you've never um, fasted before, I, 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 you have to work your way into that. And you also have to have a grace for fasting and for the type of fast. I've had all types of fasts. I've had fasts where the Lord had me eat food. I've had fasts where he, I fasted from people, social media. I've had different type of fasts where I don't eat any food. Daniel fast, fruits and veggies, smoothies only, no sugar. So all different types of fasts I have done um, in time. And so I, don't, I do not recommend that anyone, if this is your first time ever fasting, that you go absolute first time. Now, if the Lord tells you that and the Holy Spirit gives you that instruction, please follow his instruction. Please, please, please. He will give you the grace to carry it through. Um, nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. So it can absolutely be done, not alone, but it can absolutely be done. Glory be to God. So let's go ahead and pray. And um, then we will go into the remaining part of the teaching tonight on faith. It is so, so good. So, so good. So, so good. So um, you guys, I hope you guys aren't yawning. I hope you're ready to go. Um, said, so told you to also fast from social media during this time. Good, 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 Latresa. Good, good, good. I definitely highly encourage you, um, to follow always the leading of the Holy Spirit, regardless of what the instructions are. His instructions will always trump, um, mine or any other fast that you decide to partner with in the name of Jesus. Now, see a ramba de la basi. 
Asamba koto rande de la lobo son de la masan de le rande la lobo Let's pray. Let's prepare to pray. Rendebe kanto randa de lebo sonda la masi. Nikoto shande de rivasi ene de motion de lebandi ekaramba sa. Rembe koto rembi kiana de masal. Leotonde la masala la la masi elebe kantonda la bekina la mosu. Nikato bandi la masi rembe. Dama kanto randi ene de la maso. Le makanti ene de la masala kanto shende la manti ekaramaso. De matiana ne makoto la manti ele katala masa le tedomo shende le makoto shende ene makiana na la masa lo kotala masande ene ne lo bosi lende ene ne mosola katana la masia de lo koto la masi le katala masande le bokoto rambati ele basi ye kanda masa de le basande lo bosi father god rende de de lo boso forgive us god now is a good time for you to pray prayers of repentance and forgiveness we lay our lives at the altar right now then tonight father we lay our minds our lives before you in Jesus mighty name father god i ask that you will bind every spirit of doubt as we discuss and as we go forth in deliverance tonight in the area of faith in the name of jesus father god i bind every counterproductive spirit every spirit that contradicts with our faith in the name of jesus we bind doubt we bind unbelief. We bind distrust and we bind mistrust. And Father, we ask that you forgive us. You forgive me. You forgive my family and my forefathers in my mother's house and in my father's house on my maternal and paternal bloodlines all the way back to Adam and Eve, Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we intercede and proceed tonight in prayer. Father God, we ask, Father, that you will forgive the sins of our forefathers, that you will forgive the sins and the iniquities of our families and all ancestral, ancient, and authorities that the kingdom of darkness has placed and positioned in our lives, whatever our families and whatever our ancestors have come in agreement with, whether it be known and uh, or unknown to us, in the name of Jesus, Father God, I invite the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the King of glory into this prayer, into my life, into my bloodline right now to expose the enemy in Jesus' name. Father God, may the enemy be exposed as we yield the weapon of light right now from the kingdom of heaven to be released over our lives in Jesus' name to expose all hidden things, all dark things, all evil things, all unknown things, and even those things are known that we have yet to let go of in the name of Jesus. Father God, convict our hearts as we go forth tonight in prayer. Father God, we ask that you will reveal tonight 
the revelatory word that the Holy Spirit reveals through us, from us, for us, in the name of Jesus, that the revelation and the wisdom of God be made manifest in our lives and in our families, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you will filter our bloodlines, filter through, flush out, cleanse out every demon, every spirit, every demonic entity, every business and or organization that contends with the kingdom of light, that contends with our blessings, that contends with our breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I pray, Father God, that you will strengthen me as I pray this day, that Father God, that even as I pray and my throat is being affected in the name of Jesus, I bind the enemy's attacks against my throat right now in the name of Jesus. And I loose the fire of God over my throat in the name of Jesus. I see a ranbason de la basi. Ndokoto shonde enanamasan lekala. Litete bakoto rambasi. Nekandola basi enanamaso. The gates of hell shall not prevail against me. The gates of hell shall not prevail against my body. For my mind, my body, my throat, this ministry. belongs to God. Holy Spirit, I ask for your help. Remba cantanda elmasia relobosia ranamasi. Lematotona maso ta akalamasi. Rembe canton de enemasanda amacotalama. Remeki de nedelobosonda anamasia lobocotalama. Lete machon de nedelobosonda. Literacolamantia la macanda la bastia la matolamasia la bacotalama. Itedelobosona la macatalana la macatane candalabasti. De candolo bocoto, show Namayen Takana, Mekana, Latana, Mekanda, Alabasia, lose fire. Rendered it above sea upon the enemy, I lose fire. Recandola bocoso, Lamadia, Lamasanda, and a little bossi, Lecanda de la Bacantanda, Labaso, Rembeki, and a little bossi, I lose fire in the name of Jesus. Lecotola Bacanto, Rambasta, to consume the enemy now. Every attempt, every assignment. That has been dispatched and loosed against my life and against the lives of those that are listening, against the lives of those that are watching and will watch the replay. I loose the fire of God upon the head, see the back, the chest of every enemy, and I loose the fiery darts from heaven to consume the enemy. I bind all of your works, I bind your your roots, I bind your fruits, I bind every tentacle link in spirit and every spirit that is in covenant 
alignment with these demonic spirits in the name of Jesus. Every spirit that's in alignment, every spirit that's associated with you, every spirit that's attached to an evil altar, and every spirit that's in covenant and contract, I destroy your contracts right now in my family, in my bloodline. See my father, my father. Help me. Help us. To endure, to persevere, to press in, and to see the promises of God for our lives. Father God, I loose the angelic armies of assistance tonight. I loose the angelic host. I loose the no mercy angels. I loose every angel that is assigned to me. And every angel that's assigned to the colonies. All 7,725 colonies. And those that have been added to my province. Those that have been added to me. And those that are assigned to me. To this ministry. To go for to wherever you send them now in the name of Jesus. All the breakthrough angels, ministering angels, warring angels, may they abolish and dismantle the enemy now. There's a spirit of discouragement. I see a spirit of discouragement. I see a spirit of fear. The python spirit. I bind and rebuke you. And I repent for every evil act and every evil pattern and all cyclic patterns that have given you access and authority to my life to this ministry, to this prayer, to future generations, to my marriage, to my children, to the families and the futures of those that are listening and watching. May they bear witness as the Holy Spirit bears witness in agreement with us. So we stand on the word of God in agreement with God that nothing shall hurt, harm, or touch us. Where, a thousand, where we can send a thousand of flight, two can send 10,000. As we partner tonight in prayer corporately, and as those numbers are coming together and connecting in prayer, as I yoke my faith with the kingdom of heaven, as I yoke my faith with the kingdom of God, and all of those that are praying tonight, may the will of God, the divine plan and purpose and will of God be made manifest now in the name of Jesus and whatever contends with the blessings of the Lord for our lives may the enemy be destroyed in Jesus name immediately right now by fire and by force every ditch that has been dug may they fall in the ditches that they have dug for us 
we lose life for death and every spirit of death every spirit of premature death we lose life we lose resurrection we we lose resurrection life and life more abundantly so we lose the holy spirit we lose the spirit of truth for the lies of the enemy that are being told and accused and sent against us in the courts of heaven tonight in the name of Jesus I bind every lying accusatory tongue that has come to seek your life your future your money your marriage and the things that God has given you tonight in the name of Jesus I arrest the enemy now I bind the enemy's ears and I mute the mouth of the enemy I make a command and a demand upon the kingdom of darkness I forbid you right now from causing any further hurt or harm and or returning to the house of the people of God tonight in the name of Jesus and I loose thunder lightning and tsunamis of wind and fire right now to fall from heaven that the enemy will be completely utterly totally consumed in the name of Jesus. The caramba son de ede de la roboso. Remba cantor randa de la basi. Rende ede de la bocoto ramba tia de la roboso. Rende de la robosia ramando de la bacanto. Rende ede de la basaya. We lose the will of the Father. We lose not only the permissive will, but the perfect will. As we pray in the spirit tonight, in the name of Jesus, that whatever contends with us, that the angels will contend, they will devour, they will abolish, they will dismantle, they will wrestle down. They will diminish, they will destroy. We bind every spiritual strong man. We bind every stronghold of fear. We lose Second Timothy 1 and 7. But God did not give you the spirit of fear, but of power, but of love and a sound mind. Anything that hinders your faith and your belief in Christ. Jesus, and walking in the knowledge of God, pursuing relationship with God, intimacy with God, anything that keeps you from building intimacy with God, anything that has caused you to be distracted in this season, whether it be in your mind, whether it be in your finances, whatever the enemy has sought to devour, to distract and delay, the plans of God. Father God, expose the plans of the enemy tonight that the enemy will be annihilated and destroyed and brought to utter ashes. Father, we thank you for the beauty that you are giving us for the ashes that the enemy will fall from dust to dust, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We claim, we proclaim, and we stake claim, and we take hold right now of the shield and buckler. We take hold right now of the Lord which is our strong tower we take hold of the provision we take hold of all that God has given us in the name of Jesus that he is our source and every resource that is released unto us this night in the mighty name of Jesus that it will be used in the rightful place 
that it has been sent to be used, that Father God, you will send us tonight destiny helpers on our journey as we are called to and commissioned to fulfill God's plan and God's purpose for our life. Father God, I pray that all of the divine destiny helpers that have been sent, Father God, I pray that whatever the enemy has sought to keep them from divinely meeting us, from divinely seeing us, from be meeting us in this place, in this time, in this space, that Father God, you will loose their lives, their hands, and all that the enemy has done to delay the plans of God and the divine appointment, the divine assignments, as we are calling our lives to realign in accordance to your divine assignment. This day in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you for the provision. We thank you for the perfecting of the saints. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for faith and favor this day. For faith and favor, we thank you for the greater. We thank you now that we know that you have released greater in our lives, greater measures of greater works, greater faith, greater favor. Greater, greater, greater is our portion this year. Greater, greater in every area, in every area. Greater is our portion. Greater, 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 greater. Greater, new levels, new rounds, new dimensions in Christ Jesus. Greater in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 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 We give you the honor. We give you the glory. We give you the praise today, tomorrow, and forevermore. In the mighty name of Jesus. We will not come down off of our watchtowers. We will not come down from our prayer spaces and places. We will not stop loosing the fire of heaven into the kingdom of darkness until the enemy is completely destroyed. May every angel that is assigned to me, may every angel that's assigned to my ministry, to the ministry of God, may every angel that's assigned to your family, may every angel that's assigned to your life in the name of Jesus, may they not come down from their assignments until the enemy is completely annihilated and destroyed by fire in the name of Jesus. We loose the consuming fire that is given to us by the Father. And we continue to keep our armor on for every fiery arrow and dart that made the shield of faith that we uphold tonight quench the fire of every fiery dart and arrow that the enemy attempts to send our way tonight in the name of Jesus we quench every fiery dart we quench every fiery arrow with the shield of faith tonight in the mighty name of Jesus it is so and so it shall be it is established this day in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. 
We know that you have inclined your ear to hear our prayers, that you are listening, that you are with us, and that you are answering our prayers for the prayers of the righteous availeth much. So, Father, we say thank you for what we have asked you tonight. We don't have to wait till we see it to believe it. We believe it right now by faith that it is so. We agree and we say thank you now in the name of Jesus. We say thank you now in the name of Jesus. We say thank you, Abba Father, now in the name of Jesus for what is already declared and what is already so in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Let's continue our teaching tonight on faith. Let's continue our teaching on, on faith tonight. I, wanna, I want to go over a few things with you tonight about faith. We went in depth earlier on favor, and now we're speaking to faith. So there's a lot we're going to cover, and I'm going to break this down as the Lord is leading me. Faith is the entryway into the supernatural realm. Okay. Faith is the entryway. It's the password into the presence of God. The presence of God is found in the third heaven. The sovereign space is in the third heaven. You must be invited into this space. You don't bombard heaven on your own authority on your own time. You have to be invited into the presence of God. There is a way to petition God in prayer. There is a way to enter into the presence of God. And you must be invited into the presence of God. Praise is a way. Thanksgiving is a way. And there are different principles that must be followed in repentance. <coughs> prayers of repentance as well are all a part of the process in prayer. Now, tonight, I am not breaking down prayer. If you want to know more about prayer, prayer strategies, effective prayer, how to pray the right way, how to get your prayers answered properly, I do have e-courses for that. You can go check that out or you can go listen to my podcast. I have prayer, prayer um, courses on how to live an effective life in prayer and how to become a prayer warrior. But tonight we're speaking to faith. And so faith is the access point, is the entry point into the supernatural. Now faith, you must know what is faith? What is faith? A lot of people think they know what faith is, but do you really know what faith is? Now faith is a supernatural substance, okay? Faith is the knowledge of God. Faith is a person. Faith is, is, is the person of God is faith. Faith originates with God. Faith begins with God. Faith ends with God. Faith is birthed from God. So all that God is, is in and through faith. We believe by faith. Everything that we do is by faith for it is impossible to please God without faith. We'll go and I'll break that down here a little bit more, but the foundation of faith is the person of God. 
So as I'm always trying to meet people in varying levels of understanding, understand that faith is foundational. Faith is foundational. So it is hard to receive, move, do anything in the spirit realm or in the supernatural realm, whether it is to receive supernatural experiences, visitations, whatever it is that you're seeking from God when you do not have faith. Faith is a foundational principle and it is something that must be built in relationship with God. It is it, it is God. Faith is God. Faith is a person. Faith is birthed from God. It starts with God. It originates from God. And so in order to understand and know what faith is, you must know who he is, who God is. The knowledge of God is how you build your faith and is how you understand what faith is. And it is how you use faith to move in the supernatural, to move in the things of God. Because we are from a supernatural space in the kingdom of heaven. And so everything in the spirit realm to include you in the earth was created, initiated, and, and in the foundation of the spirit realm. And so you manifested in the earthly realm. But if you want to see the move of God in any way, in any shape, fashion, or form, in any capacity, it will start with faith because faith begins with God. It originates from God and it was birthed from God. So the knowledge of who God is, the more you know about God and who he is, the greater level of faith that you will have. So I need you to understand that faith starts with God, begins with God, originates with God, and your knowledge of who God is will determine your level of faith. And so as we are seeking greater for 2023, greater levels of faith, greater measures of, of the greater works of Christ, the greater um, favor, greater in every area, you must understand the foundation of a thing before you can get more for to whom much is given, much is required. So before you can go to the next level, to the next dimension, before God can release the riches and the glory of the riches of heaven and the glories of heaven, before God can give you that huge platform, before God can give you that marriage, before God can give you that ministry and that business, you are going to have to learn how to receive things from God in the supernatural realm. And this is the only way to enter into the supernatural. It's not the only, but it's one of the main foundational principles and way to enter in and to move in the supernatural realm is to move by faith, live by faith. Lay by faith. Everything begins and starts um, with and through faith. So knowing God as a person, knowing God's person and what he is able to do. OK, so preferably you got what I just said, that the foundation of faith, the beginning of your faith, the originator of faith begins and starts with God and knowing God as a person is and what he's able to do is how is the beginning of faith. It's how you understand what faith even is. And if you have not built a relationship with God to even know how he moves in these foundational ways, then it's hard for you to understand the level of faith that God wants to pour out in your life and areas that he wants to move supernaturally because you are going to need a supernatural move of God. There are limitations to moving outside of God. 
God. And we know the supernatural realm is eternal. If you don't know anything else about God, you should know that the supernatural realm is eternal. And so in order to receive from God, in order to move in faith, in order to move supernaturally, you must move in faith. He said it's impossible. Impossible. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. So understanding the spiritual world, people get frustrated with others encounters. I just heard somebody on TikTok earlier and this guy was like, I don't believe in these supernatural encounters. And I don't believe that people are having these things and these things are happening. I think people are embellishing. I think people are lying um, about these angelic encounters and supernatural things that are happening. And, and it disheartened me to hear it as he's lighting up a cigarette, right? He's a new convert. So he needs deliverance in a lot of areas that I could see spiritually, but faith is spiritual. Faith is spiritual. And so a lot of times when we're concerned about things that are, are not happening for our life, it is because we lack relationship in who God is, the person who he is because he's the originator of faith and we lack understanding knowledge or information and what God is able to do. So before God can move in the greater, he has to move at a foundational level with you first. And if you're struggling with believing God for simple things, then how can you expect to receive the release of the supernatural in the area of your life that you want? And if you don't understand nor believe nor trust God in the natural realm, if you don't understand. So it makes it a challenge to many to understand the spiritual world. And that is because the spiritual world has to be understood, not by humanism, not by information, not by your intellect, not from your Google search, not from anything other than faith, belief, faith, faith and belief aren't the same, but they, they kind of go hand in hand. So by faith, in order for you to move in your healing, in order for you to receive your healing, in order for you to maintain your deliverance, in order for you to receive the manifestations of God's will for your life, it originates with the basic foundational principle of faith. And so if you are a person where your faith wavers, like many of us do, I'm raising my hand because I've been a part of that number many times, even recently, where I've had to repent repeatedly before the father for my lack of faith in an area, for my lack of faith, because my lack of faith shows God that I don't trust him. My lack of faith is telling God that I don't believe who he is and what he's able to do. So faith is originated, begins in knowing God's person, knowing God personified as a person and what he is able to do. So faith, I want you to, to, to take heed to these few things I'm going to go over. Faith is not connected to your physical senses. Faith is spiritual. Faith is eternal period. Faith is unlimited. And we know if it's unlimited, then it comes from a well, from a place 
that's unlimited. And we know the dimension of this world, even the cosmological systems, and even the me whatever metron you're called, whatever space, dimension, and level of maturity you are in the faith, wherever you are, you will limit yourself based upon where you are. But the unlimited favor and the unlimited work of God, the greater that we're asking for is in the supernatural. You will not see the greater without faith because faith is the foundation. So faith is eternal. So in order for you to understand the spiritual world, in order for you to understand spiritual things, in order for you to engage and be a part of the supernatural realm to include the manifestations of the supernatural, the accelerations of the supernatural, the expansion of the supernatural, you must understand that it is an eternal product that it's in eternity, which is why it's unlimited. And in order for it to be unlimited, then it must come from a place of faith. And so the supernatural space, the supernatural realm, moving in supernatural power, moving in the greater measures of God has to originate in the foundational principle of faith in Jesus name. So faith's not connected to physical consensus, but faith is, listen to me, faith is connected to your spiritual senses. Why? Because I told you it originates in God. It's birthed from God. It is God. It's the person of God. And it is a part of attached to the supernatural realm. And so your spiritual senses will be connected to faith, not your physical senses with what you can see right? What does that scripture say? The faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen, right? So we know just from that scripture alone that faith cannot be found with what you can tangibly touch and see, that your physical senses will not give you any measure of faith, that your faith begins in the spirit and your faith ends in the spirit because it is God. Glory be to God. We're going to read Hebrews 11, 1 through 6. So faith is not a feeling. Okay, so I've told you before, if you follow my ministry for any period of time, that the soulless realm is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Your mind, your will, and your emotions. So faith, again, automatically, that should tell you that's the answer. That faith does not move and it is not originated in your soul, in your soulless realm. It is spirit. It is by the spirit of the Lord. It is by the spirit of God that allows you to partner in faith, to move in faith, to receive faith, to have faith, to walk in faith, to grow in faith, to mature in faith. So I pray that you're getting it right. So we walk by faith. We live by faith. We move by faith. And none of what we do in faith is done in the physical realm. All that we do in faith is done in the spiritual to include deliverance. So many people struggle with deliverance. Many people get stuck with demons because they can't see a demon leaving them. Right. They don't believe it's happening. They don't believe that the spirit realm is really real, that the spirit realm is more real than the natural realm. And they will sit there and look off in the sky and and doubt and and all of these things. And this is what the enemy wants you to do. A lot of people hinder their healing process. A lot of people hinder their inner healing process. A lot of people hinder their deliverance because of their lack of maturity of faith, because they don't understand the super 
supernatural and that faith is the entryway into the supernatural. And so in order for you to take hold and to grasp, to maintain, to keep anything that originates comes from or even the unlimited measure, because this is how we move in the kingdom of heaven in an unlimited way that it comes through the spirit realm in the supernatural. So you have to live and move in the spirit in order to receive and move by faith. So faith's not connected to your physical senses. If faith's connected to your spiritual senses, faith is not a feeling. Faith has no feelings. Faith has no feelings at all. Faith is the beginning of the supernatural and faith is given to those who believe by faith. Okay. Access to the supernatural. I thank God for this breakdown that I'm explaining to you here. My spiritual father helped me and some of the other apostolic leaders to really understand these levels of faith and how important faith is as deliverance ministers, as believers, as ministers of the gospel and moving in the supernatural as this is a miracle ministry, a healing ministry and a deliverance ministry. So my my entire ministry is built on the foundation of prayer. OK, number one and number two, built upon faith. When you hear me pray and you hear me saying, I, this is, I'm not saying things because it sounds good. When I say I'm yoking my faith with the kingdom of heaven, that's what I mean. I mean, I am tying, binding my faith with the supernatural realm, with the spirit of heaven, with the spirit of the Lord, with the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. I am asking, I'm petitioning, and I'm partnering with all that is given, released, and accessible to me in the realm of the spirit to be made manifest in the earth. So when I'm praying prayers and I'm asking God to yoke my faith with the kingdom, this is what I am saying in prayer. I'm not saying it because it sounds cute. I ain't saying it because it sounds like, ooh, right? I'm saying it because I believe what I'm saying by faith. So faith is how we get access to the supernatural realm. And faith is not connected to time. So those are some key things that you should know about faith. If you have your Bibles, go to Hebrews 11, 1. There's some things I want to share with you in the scripture, in and by the word of God, which is the legislative law, the government of God. So, you know, people, where's the scripture? Where's the scripture? Where's the scripture? We go into the scriptures. We're going there. I just gave you scripture several times from the start of my conversation to now. But I will continue. We're in Hebrews 11. We're going to start from chapter one, verse through 11. And so and I'm reading out of KJV, the kingdom, James, that King James, kingdom, James. Yeah, kingdom, King James version, KJV. OK, Hebrews 11, one, verse through one through 11. Let's go. Now, faith, now, faith, now, faith, now, faith. I'm going to say it one more time. Now, faith, I'm in verse one, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Verse three, through faith, through faith, you listening? Through faith, we understand. So we know that faith gives us understanding. Through faith, we understand that the worlds, the worlds, that is, the worlds, all of the worlds, right? Not just the world we live in, but the worlds were framed by the word of God. So the heavens and the earth, 
the cosmological system, all of this was created by faith, by God. When God spoke over the earth, it was by faith and it was done in the spirit before it manifested in the earth in Genesis. Through faith, we understand that the worlds, worlds, plural, were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Verse four, by faith, Abel offered unto God. Remember Cain and Abel. Abel was faithful to God. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts and by it, he being dead yet speaketh. Verse five, by faith, I'm gonna say it again. By faith, here it is again. By faith, Enoch, remember Enoch was taken up into the, into the heavenly, Enoch did not die. Enoch was taken up into the spirit realm. By faith, Enoch was translated. That's what that means, okay? Enoch was translated that he should not see death. That he was not, so he was translated, transported, not quite the same, but similar. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Their see, their sight again, their sight again. This is physical sight, and then we have spiritual sight, which is speaking to faith. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him for before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God glory be to God may you please God may you please God and be translated into his kingdom and never see death in Jesus name verse six but without faith come on y'all come on keep up keep up keep up keep up but without faith but without faith but without faith it is impossible to please God. Now, Enoch was one that pleased God. Abel was one that pleased God. And we see these scriptures here speaking to their faith and speaking to their excellency in faith. But we see here in verse six where it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that goes for everything. Don't just believe in salvation. Don't just believe in the cross and Calvary. Don't just believe in that and not believe God for anything else. That would be crazy. I had to check myself even as at going through this scripture for the many times that I believed God for who he was, but didn't really believe God for what he could do for who he is, just, just, just maybe feeling unworthy. Maybe some of you may think that, you know, this is not for me. It's for someone else, but no, it's for you. It's for you. Let's continue. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. What are we doing in this fast? We are diligently seeking God. We are up 
at one o'clock in the morning, pressing in to the face of the father. We are committed to this fast. We are being consistent in this fast in prayer. And God is a rewarder to those that seek his face. God is a rewarder to those that are moving in the diligence of God. God is a rewarder of those who seek him. You cannot help but to be blessed. You cannot help but to receive from God. You cannot help to move in greater measures of faith and favor. And you cannot help but to move in these areas because God said it. The word said it. We believe it by faith. And it is so. Verse seven, by faith. I'm going to say it again. Verse seven, by faith. Verse seven, by faith. Verse seven, by faith. Noah. Now we're talking about Noah. By faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen. There's the sight again. That's the physical sight of things not seen. But by faith, Noah moved. Mind you, he told them about the rain. The rain was coming. God told them to build the ark. The people thought he was crazy. We ain't seen no rain. Ain't no rain come close to here. Ha, 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 he, he, he. Many of us, our families are laughing at us. Many of us, they think we're crazy because we're moving in levels and measures of faith that they don't understand because they are trying to see in their natural sight, what we see by faith. So by faith, verse seven says, Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet moved with fear. And this fear was not demonic fear. This is fear of the Lord. This is a fear of the Lord. This isn't, so please interpret that properly. Prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and he became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. So we are the righteousness of God and we are co-heirs, joint heirs, and we receive God's provision, God's resources as God is the source by faith. So whatever you need from God, whatever resource you need, whatever you need, whatever it is found in the righteousness of God, but we have inherited it as our righteous inheritance as joint and co-heirs of Christ. Understand that what you need in this, in the earth and in the supernatural cannot be obtained unless it's through the faith and the supernatural by God. So there are doors you can't buy your way into. There are places you will never get connected to. There are things you will never have regardless of how much money you possess because faith is the kingdom currency to the manifestation of all the riches of heaven. Everything that resides in the supernatural realm, everything that is a part of our inheritance lives in the eternal by faith in the kingdom of heaven. And so verse eight, seven, as we see here, it says that he became an heir of, of God's righteousness, which is by faith. And so you cannot even receive God and you cannot even be saved by God unless you receive God by faith. Let's move into verse eight by faith. I'm going to say it again. Verse eight starts with by faith. Verse eight says by faith, by faith. So by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed and he went out not knowing whither he went. So Abraham moved by faith, being obedient to God, not knowing where he was going 
to receive an inheritance. What is that? The promised land. The promised land for me, for you, and for all of us. So a lot of us, as we are waiting, petitioning, entering into the presence of God, looking for God to show up, to manifest, to move in our lives supernaturally. I want to move a God. 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 But where is your faith? Where is your faith? In Jesus' name. Verse 9, by faith. Verse 9, by faith. By faith, there it is again. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise. Come on now. As in a strange country, the unfamiliar, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him. So when you hear the word, it says, where's the God of Abraham? Where's the God of Isaac? Where's the God of Jacob? Understand and know that they moved in measures and levels of faith. Because of their faith in God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Let me get back to the scripture. Um, it says, with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. Verse 10, for he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Whose builder and maker is God. Verse 11, this is the last verse, through faith. Now it's saying through faith. All the other scriptures said by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. Now it's saying through faith. So this is a measure in which you're walking through. You're going from one place to another place. Through faith, also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promise. Why did Sarah receive the promise after 98 plus years? Why did she receive the promise of a, of a child despite time? Remember I told you, faith does not move in time. So even though Sarah said, I'm old, my womb is dead. Ain't no way a baby is coming up in here, God. I have prayed for years. Some of us have prayed for a baby in an area of our life. And it may not be a natural baby. It may be the birth of a business. It may be the birth of something else. And we said, I'm too old. I just now at 40 years old decided to start a business. I'm 60 and I'm waiting to get married. I'm too old to get married. Nobody wants me. I'm in my 40s. It's too late. It's too late. God does not move in time and your faith is not move does not move in time the the faith of god moves in the supernatural realm and the promises of god are found in the supernatural so just as sarah believed by faith she conceived and received a child she received the promise so what is the promise in your life what has god promised you what has god said to you that he would do for you in your life and you have lacked faith in believing that god would carry out and come through what areas of your life do you need to repent and ask god to forgive you where you said you know what god i believe this i believe that and i believe it for others i just don't believe it for me i just don't believe it for myself i ask you lord i ask oh god that lord you will meet every single listener tonight and help them in the areas of faith in which they waver the areas of which their faith 
wavers, the area in which they doubt, the area in which they're moving in unbelief, the area in which they have allowed themselves to not trust God. Glory be to God. These areas, Father, I pray that you will bind them up right now, that you will arrest every spirit and every single demon that attempts to delay the promises of God for the life that has kept them from coming into agreement with the promise of God because of their lack of faith. Right now, Father God, I lose the faith of God. I lose the faith of Abraham. I lose the faith of Sarah. I lose the faith of Noah. I lose the faith that we have just read in Hebrews 11 and greater measures of faith that wherever your faith is, that God will meet you in the place that you are in on the level of faith that you currently reside in and that he will impart right now a new level, a new dimension and a greater measure of faith in your life in Jesus name. What is faith? So we've gone rather in depth on faith. What faith is? We've gotten the scripture here in Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is complete trust. This is the defining definition of faith. Faith is complete trust. When I saw this, it said complete complete. And it says some, all, partial, half. It said complete. When I looked up the look, the definition for faith, it's complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Complete trust, confidence or confidence in someone or something. So if you claim to have faith, then that means your faith can't be partial. That means your faith can't be light. That means your faith can't be in between. That means your faith can't go from this, this day and this, another day. That means your faith needs to be complete. And not only does your faith, faith needs to be complete, but it also needs to be in a place of trust and it needs to be in a place of confidence. And so how do you build faith? How do you build faith? You build faith by hearing the word of God. By hearing the word of God, what hinders your faith? So faith, fear hinders your faith. Lack of relationship will hinder your faith. The condition of your relationship with God will hinder your faith. Distrust will hinder your faith. Mistrust will hinder your faith. Unbelief will hinder your faith. Doubt and so many other things. I think I mentioned doubt already, or maybe not. I'm, I've been talking about it tonight. But doubt, distrust, mistrust, lack of confidence, unbelief, fear, and a lack of relationship. If you don't have a relationship, a solid, committed relationship in your condition and your relationships conditional with God, your relationship with God needs to be unconditional because his relationship with you is unconditional. And so you must work, you must pray to partner with the Holy Spirit to build a reciprocal relationship with God that's not conditional, not conditional on what he does for you, but just because he is God, glory be to God. You must repent. If you find yourself being one of the ones that's dealt with this distrust, doubt, mistrust, and all of the things that I have mentioned and are named, then it is always a good time to repent, to renounce um, of those things that hinder your faith. And as God brings these things to your remembrance, as the Holy Spirit brings these things to your remembrance, please partner with the Holy Spirit in asking him to expose those hidden things in your life that are hindering your faith, that are hindering the move of God in your life. And so I want to go quickly to Romans 10 verse 17. Romans 10 verse 17 because I was talking about 
how to build your faith. And I, I spoke to hearing. I spoke to hearing. And I want to talk a little bit more about hearing and we'll be done for the night because we started earlier and when we were talking about faith, um, favor rather, and, and today in this afternoon's lesson, Romans 10, 17, I'm still, I'm doing one page at a time. Sorry. Okay. Romans 10 verse 17. I'm reading out of KJV. It says, so then faith, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's 10, 17. Okay. Romans 10, 17, that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, hearing is very important and will be important in your walk and building your maturity in the spirit and, 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 and overcoming those foundational areas of faith in your life. So you, as I have asked the Lord, I've actually done this. And so I recommend that this is something that may help you is to train your ear to hear. Is to train your ear to hear God. And most of the time, the reason why people lack in confidence and in trust in God is because they don't hear God. They believe they don't hear God or they believe that they don't hear God properly. And so the more you talk to a person, the more you hear their voice. The more you talk to a person, the more you hear their voice. For the Lord says that my sheep will not follow the voice of a stranger. And so in order to hear God and hear and know the word of God, to discern what's him, what's not him, is by getting not only in the physical word, but hearing the rhema, the actual right now word. So God will release a rhema word to your spirit. God will speak to you in your spirit. God will release a word in your spirit that will always align with the physical word, with the scripture, with the law, but he will give you a right now rhema word for you for the direction that he wants you to go in or for the thing he's trying to give you information or the area in that he's trying to get to to impart information or 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 trying to give you understanding in an area. But the only way you're going to be able to see discern in the spirit what God is saying by faith is to hear and to train your ear to hear. Romans 10 and 17 tells us how to do that, that by hearing and hearing the word of God, we are able to build our most holy faith. We can build our faith. We can strengthen our relationship and our relationship won't be so conditional and we won't be wavering because we lack confidence that we hear God, that we hear the voice of God, because we will have a reciprocating reciprocal relationship where it's not one sided, where you're just barking commands and demands and decrees into the spirit realm. And you're not waiting, sitting and soaking in his presence to hear what God has to say. Who wants to talk to a friend? And every time you call them, all they do is talk and you never get a word in edgewise. You never get to say anything. You never get to add anything. You never get to converse. You never get to commune in conversation because they overtake the conversation because they're overbearing in the conversation and you never get a word in. With your relationship with God, it is a give and a take, a give and a take. God speaks, you hear. God hears, you speak. And above all things, you 
want God to hear because when you are speaking, when you are talking, when you are praying, you want God to incline his ear. Believe that. You want God to incline his ear to hear you because if God does not hear your prayer, if God does not hear you, then your prayers are void. Your prayers, you know, they don't go anywhere. They just become little popcorn prayers that go up to the ceiling, come back down and don't make any movement in your life. And so you're trying to figure out why you're praying in an area of your life and you're not seeing it come to pass. And that can be because of faith. It can be because of faith. It can be because of unbelief. It can be an area of deliverance. Whatever it is that is needed, you must learn to build your faith through relationship with God. And so if you lack confidence in you, if you lack confidence in who God is, if you lack confidence that you hear God, then it will be challenging for you to move in faith. I mean, it's, it's that simple. It's that simple. If you are not able to trust God completely, not just a little bit, not just halfway. Now, and then we'd be like, God, 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 give me, give me, give me, give me, God, 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 give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. But are you willing to lay down your life? Are you willing to sacrifice the seed? Are you willing to sow into the supernatural? Are you willing to hear and obey? Because not only with Abraham and Noah and Sarah and all of the instructions that they received, they had to obey. So hearing is not just enough. That's foundational. But you must have the heart to partner in obedience with hearing from God. And as you hear God and as God inclines his ear to hear you, then you will see the move of God. Because God will answer your prayers and then your relationship and your faith grows. This is how we go from faith to faith, from glory to glory. Because as you mature in your faith, as you build your faith, and as you come before the Lord in faith, by faith, God can show up. God can make himself be made known in your life. God can manifest the presence and the manifestation of those things that he desires in accordance to his will to be seen in the earth. But it starts in the supernatural. It starts in the spirit realm. It starts by faith with the things you cannot see. So your spiritual senses are going to be important. OK, so you have natural senses, you have five natural senses and you have spiritual senses. You have sight, you have hearing, taste, touch. You can see and you can experience God in every way. You can taste him. For the word says, taste and see that the Lord is good. That's what the word says. Taste and see. So if you say you can't taste God. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Taste and see, but it's a spiritual. He's talking spiritually, but your spiritual senses, you must allow to be heightened through trust, complete trust and confidence and obedience to God. And you must ask, I always ask almost daily. It's a part of my prayer in my prayer closet for God to strengthen my spiritual senses, to strengthen my spiritual senses, because I understand the more sensitive I am to the spirit, the quicker I can discern and hear and grab hold and receive the move of God, the directions God is giving, the, whatever he's saying. And I can agree and I can partner with the will of God in prayer. 
and I can do it in the right time and the right season. Because it's not about all what you say or how you say it, but it's when and in what principle and what heart posture. So there's a lot of factors into prayer, proper, proper prayer, effective prayer, and um, receiving, receiving from God. So to God be the glory. I pray that you took many, many notes that that will help you in your journey to deliverance, to your journey to seeing God in new, fresh and new ways in 2023. If you feel led to sow into this ministry, into the word of the Lord for this day, if you feel led to sow into the supernatural and the move of God for your life, and if you are led by the spirit of God, by the spirit of the Lord to give, to sow into this ministry, then I will, I have the information on the screen for you. It's theflawedandfree.com slash give, theflawedandfree.com slash give, or cash app is dollar sign flawed free, dollar sign flawed free. And if you're a Zelle person, you can Zelle at info at theflawedandfree.com, theflawedandfree.com. Thank you, Nala. Thank you, Nala Terry. Thank you. Thank you for joining this fast. Thank you, Casilda. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, woman of God. I love you, Casilda. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, she said many notes taken. <laughs> it says many notes. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Come through with the notes. Come through with the notes. Sierra, come, come through. Yes, you are welcome to God be the glory. <laughs> Alexis, yes, she's a writer. She said, I have pages of notes. <laughs> I pray that it blesses you. I pray that it blesses you. I pray that it blesses you and it helps you go from your now to your next. Um, we got two more days. And tomorrow, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. Come on, join us in prayer. I'll be back at midday tomorrow for noon prayer and for more teaching. We're going to be talking about kingdom marriage, kingdom marriage tomorrow. It's a lot of folks favorite kingdom marriage. We'll be talking about that tomorrow, being found and crowned by our king and being a part of the left hand gang for 2023. Yes, yes, yes. I'm telling you, my baby told me that the other day. I said, you know what? I really like that. And I declare that for my life and all of the wives in waiting today that are waiting for their kingdom spouses, husband and wives, if you're a man or a woman waiting on their kingdom spouse in Jesus name, that you be found and crowned this year in 2023. Hashtag left hand gang, hashtag left hand gang, 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 in Jesus name. <laughs> gang gang in Jesus name and for those that are married I got something for you too I ain't just talking to the singles in this season I'm talking to those that are married as well you'll be there'll be some takeaways for you guys as well tomorrow um please we will be reading out of some if you have not gotten the Esther fast booklet there are some kingdom marriage keys and some other scriptures and declarations that's in the Esther Fast booklet um, that we will be partnering in tomorrow 
for day two of Crown 2023. And so that's the book. There's the book right there for you. The link is in the YouTube description. Um, even if you're one that's watching the replay, um, the link is in the YouTube description. You can go ahead and grab it. It's not too late. Um, I think it's something that can really help you even beyond this fast. Um, I'm, I'm praying the grace of God, the greater measures of grace for those that are dry fasting. Um, for all of us that are dry fasting um, these three days, you can do it. You can and you will in Jesus name. Just keep eating on the word. Keep praying, keep meditating and asking for help with the Holy Ghost. Uh, my first three day dry was like, ooh, um, but the, it does get better with time. But yeah, it, it, the, it can be a challenge. It can be a challenge, but the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit will help you. I assure you, you're not in this alone. Sierra and all of you guys that I put in my spirit in prayer, I will continue to pray the grace of God over your life and keep praying those declarations um, for grace. The ones that are in the Esther fast booklet, those declarations the Lord gave me to help um, for those that may have challenges when they fast. Um, the number one rule here is that you can't give up. Um, no matter what, you cannot give up. We don't give up here. Ain't quit. Ain't no quitters here. Ain't no quitters here. So if you mess up, slip up, fall short, repent, ask God to forgive you. And as far as the east is from the west, it's forgotten. And you will stand up, shoulders back, head high, and you keep pressing forward. But we don't give up here, flawed and free. We do not give up here. So you just keep going until you have completed. And then maybe the next time you are graced to fast then you will complete it in its entirety. Glory be to God. It does take some discipline and you do need a measure of grace from God. Um, don't forget to get the Flawed and Free app. I want all my freedom fighters to download this app. It is on Apple Store and it's on Android stores. And you can download the church app. That's the name of it, the church app. And it's got a cross on it. It's white. The background's white and it's got a cross on it. Um, you can download that app and then you just type in the search engine in the search bar, flawed and free ministry. Not the flawed and free, not just flawed and free, but you must type flawed and free ministry. If you type flawed and free ministry, you will see our app. You'll see our branded app information there. Click that and enter our app on your phone. And so I'm going to be for the rest of 2023 um, talking to the Freedom Fighter community, engaging there, helping your prayer requests can go there. If you have individual prayer requests, we got a place for that now in the app. You can give in the app. There's a Bible in the app. So the Bible app is in that app. And the Florida Free app, the store, the podcast, anything we're doing, our events, it's all in one stop shop online on this app. I'm so glad that the Lord opened the door um, for us to build and to receive this app for our community because I'm really interested in engaging with our Freedom Fighter community this year. And so I really want to build relationship with you guys and to have a safe space for you guys for deliverance questions um, and prayer um, and all sorts of things that happen 
and within the ministry, I want you guys to have the first accessibility. Sometimes people aren't checking emails. Sometimes people are not on social media. Some people like Instagram. Some people like Twitter. Some people like TikTok. Some people, right? So you got people spread all out. And so the whole point of having a community is for us to be in unity, for us to be in unity and for us to be together. And so my prayer is we'll be going live, we'll be chatting, we'll be helping you. A lot of people have gotten deliverance in this ministry, and I feel like I've lost some of them, and I really want to help with your discipleship in your journey. He said, come on, expansion. God is doing it, Jasmine. Listen, God is like, bling, 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 bling. <laughs> we're being obedient and faithful to God. It has not been an easy road, but we're, we're, we're walking it out day by day, faith by faith, faith to faith, right? Glory to glory. So thank you. Thank you for the expansion um, and, and all of the support you guys give by showing up online and all of that sort of thing. So to God be the glory, to God be the glory. I love you guys so very much. Don't forget to check, um, to set your clocks for 6 a.m. I know it's already two here, so that's three, but you just got two more days, two more days. I promise it'll be worth it. Um, and if you've missed any of the, um, of the um, prayers today, you can go catch the replays on YouTube. You can catch those replays on YouTube. We have it in a playlist and it says Esther fast um, playlist. So you can go and watch all of the ones that you may have missed. Maybe you had to work today. Maybe you missed the midday noon prayer and teaching. That was lit. That was lit. I don't know. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I did. <laughs> I surely did. So today, God has really, truly blessed us today. And we'll see you guys in the morning, 6 a.m. in the morning. So good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night, YouTubers. TikTok. Good night, TikTok. Good night, Facebook. If there's anybody there from Facebook. Good night, you guys. See you in the morning. <laughs>